Welcome to Con Larry, the podcast about constructed languages and the people who create them. I'm George Corley, and that's all right now. I'm recording a short episode. Uh, not exactly sure when this is going to pop up, but I thought I would throw a few in the can. Um, recently, as I am recording this, we did an episode on conlanging through translation, and there were a lot of sort of lexicon topics that popped up and a lot of and we've turned shows on language contact and on the on building your lexicon and such and I thought I was thinking of this is more of a con worldy topic but um uh, just to get you the story of what brought this idea into my mind I was looking up um for my morphology class, basically all English words that can be traced to the Indo-European root gosti, which um, meant uh, something uh, guest, host, stranger, and actually gives us both the words uh, guest and host through different sources. In fact, it gives us the two major senses of host, uh, host as in an army and host as in uh, a person who receives guests, even though um, uh, both of them through different Latin roots. So that's an interesting bit, but that's not what I'm going to talk about. What I found there was I uh, found a word um, that comes in through Greek from that root, xenia, and when I looked up, because I had no idea what that meant. I looked it up, and it meant... And uh, Wikipedia uh, mentioned that it was the Greek concept of hospitality. Now, there are sort of specific rituals and such that are apparently um, associated with Xenia, including um, the most interesting thing here I see on the Wikipedia article is uh, a Xenion, which is a parting gift. Uh, but what made me think about it is, I don't know particularly, uh, what Xenia or whatever its reflex is really means in Greek. But I know that it is, it does have, we do sometimes end up borrowing sort of a very mundane word in a particular culturally re relevant sense. So, an example I know a little bit more about, people who talk about China very often in English will borrow the word guanxi to refer to a particular um, sort of networking that happens in Chinese society. Now, guanxi by itself actually means relationship. So, you can use, and you can use it in other cases where um, you are expressing whether things are related or have a relationship. If you, if you say, that this one and that one have no guanxi, they have no relationship. That's just basically saying they're not related. You, you can even talk about, uh, okay, there are so, what relationship? Maybe you answer that they're, uh, father and son, or, um, brothers, or, uh, husband and wife, or husband and husband, uh, although I'm not sure how to say that in Chinese, oddly enough. 
you can use it for all those senses. But the particular sense that we're, we borrow is this glancy in terms of social connections. Now, you may think, well, that's not that interesting. That happens all the time. I mean, it is interesting. And, and as con layers, we always enjoy the, that sort of thing. But, you know, that's covered in sort of the general ways that we mentioned things like, uh, like, uh, kimono coming to mean, uh, going from something to wear to meaning this particular, uh, form of Japanese dress. Although I'm not sure if it doesn't actually mean that in Japanese as well. Um, uh, or, uh, my, my wonderfully, my favorite, my favorite example actually from Japanese, the anime, the way that it, ping-ponged over and then on the way back from Japanese it gained the very specific meaning. But I think for these cultural things it's sort of its own thing. Now, another aspect I want to mention about this is guanxi in the in the sense that we talk about in China is not really this alien concept. So we have words for this thing. I I keep saying connections, social connections. Uh, you might call it networking. The main reason I think that people borrow the word is that they're not just borrowing a foreign concept. Because it's not really... All cultures have some way of talking about your social connections, your social network and such. And how that might help you in business or in politics or whatever, which uh, Guanxi is very uh, a very important in doing business in China, it's, and that's what, one reason people talk about it so much. But I think people are taking that word and then associating it not just with social connections in general, but all the cultural trappings that go on with maintaining Guanxi in Chinese society that are not just these are your social connections, but this is the whole construct, social construct that this particular society has around social connections. So, you know, because there are requirements for gift giving, there are all sorts of things that are, um, associated with how Guanxi works and, and, uh, and, uh, how strong your connection is. So, I don't really have a huge point to this, but I think applying this to con worlds and con cultures, you could think about borrowing a word that could look somewhat mundane to the speakers of the language you're borrowing from, but takes on this extra meaning just because you are taking the word for something that's in a particular culture and then carrying with it all the cultural trappings in order to distinguish not so much the concept itself, but cultural constructs around the concept and how those differ from your own culture. So, you know, this, you know, thinking about this may be useful for people with con worlds who are, uh, dealing with multiple cultures who have, you know, varying beliefs and practices, varying values that might want to sort of 
think, okay, maybe when these two cultures are interacting, this culture borrows this word, which is not that special in this language, but becomes a very special term of art to people who are specialized in dealing between the cultures. And that's really all I wanted to do is to raise that thought in people's minds and maybe maybe some some things will come out of that from the more conworldly side of the the audience so uh, I hope that was a useful little musing there and I will say happy conlanging thank you for listening to conlangery you can find our archives and show notes at conlangery.com you can send questions comments or topic or featured language suggestions to conlangery at gmail.com. To submit a conlang or natlang greeting for the top of the show, see our contribute page for details. Web space for conlangery is provided by the Language Creation Society, and our theme music is by Null Device. Just a small little correction I wanted to make. Uh, after I had recorded this, I saw a post by um, Anatoly Lieberman and found that the idea that Xenia or even Xenos, which which uh, derives our prefix Xeno, comes from Gosti, is not exactly accepted by everyone in the as as far as in the uh, etymology field. So that part might not might not exactly be accurate, but then uh, things in etymology when you're going back that far can be a little tricky to navigate anyway, so there's always some uncertainty. Anyway, just wanted to note that.